Hey everybody, it is Lise Winnie here back again for another episode of Millennials Anonymous, just like I said that I would be. And so I want to first thank everybody for support and everybody for tuning in. But we have a lot to get to today. So let me just go on and move on to the topics that we're going to get to today. We're going to talk a little bit about Jack Young. If you do not know who Jack Young is, he is the mayor of Baltimore since Catherine Pugh had to resign due to her ethics issues that we're not going to talk about today. This has nothing to do with Catherine Pugh at all. But we're going to talk about him and his suggestions for actually helping out crime in Baltimore as far as turning it into a public spectacle. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, sort of Wendy Williams, but not really because the topic actually applies to just relationships in general. And it is when you and a spouse are breaking up and your child get into the matter what do you do? How do you handle it? Do you tell your child that that's still their parent? You know, you can't disrespect your parent or do you then correct the actual adult and then allow the child to step to the parent? So we'll talk a little bit about that and what your opinions are on that. And then the last one was a pretty interesting topic. There was a survey that was recently done of why single women are happier than married women and single men interesting topics so we're going to get right into everything so that we can move on and you can go about your lovely day because it's beautiful today so we have an interesting group of individuals in baltimore city government and one of them is our current mayor of Baltimore City, which is Mayor Jack Young, who says that public boxing matches could curb gun violence. Now, it was a suggestion that a city-sponsored Be More United rally against gun violence should happen after 11 people were injured and one was killed in an eight separate shootings throughout the city over the weekend according to WBAL. So here's what he said. So he said, you know, gun violence is something that has been plaguing the city for 10 years. And you know, the murder rate in the city and non-fatal shooting rates in the city has increased. I'm not happy with it. And neither are the citizens of Baltimore. Gun violence is unnecessary, which I agree. We can find other means to settle our disputes. There's mediation. If they want to really settle them, we can have them down at the Civic Center, now called Royal Farms Arena, put a boxing ring up and let them go and box it out. Those kind of things and the best man may win and the beef should be over. Those are some some kinds of things I'm thinking about and hoping that we can get these people to put the gun down. Now... I think that, okay, Uh, so a couple of issues with that. One, why would a sitting mayor ever suggest turning potential gun violence and people, if you are that angry that you are going to go out and kill someone and take their life, because the most precious thing we have in this world is life, because it's the very one thing that we cannot replenish. We cannot replenish life. 
right? So if someone is so angry that they're going to go out and kill life or has a, has a complete disregard for life, whether they're angry at the person or not, they just have a disregard for life. What is a boxing match going to do? Because now let now you've put the city in jeopardy for a couple of things. One, if there's a fight that breaks out at the fight, then the city sponsored this event. They have caused the all these people to congregate together and they've put people in harm's way. That's that's problematic. Two, you also have to understand what happens if that doesn't solve it. So if the person who loses decides, hey, I'm angry because this individual came after me and I'm angry because I lost and now I'm humiliated because it was made a public spectacle, this individual that won could end up still deceased. That doesn't make any sense. Mediation makes sense to me. Finding out the root of the cause. Okay, what caused you to be this angry? What is causing the violence, right? Finding that out and trying to stop it at the source is really what's going to solve it. Having public fights isn't. So, you know, then it also brings in, okay, if you have these public fights and these people are technically boxing, so they're technically working, are you paying them? To, to fight one another in these rings. So then you're causing more people to come in. And then what happens if the person gets a concussion and they're saying that you are responsible for it, just like now the NFL, because they didn't give all the consequences of, you know, playing football and CTE and all of those other things. What happens if somebody comes back and says that I have a sustained injury due to your practices or something and you're not telling me what the risk were? It just doesn't make any sense. And it's it's humiliating, really, to have that of all the things you could throw out there, turning public or not public, but private beefs and squirrels amongst the city, amongst young people who in some cases, not all, but in some cases don't have the full capacity over their anger to channel it in the right manner to bring it to the public. And make it a public spectacle. That's almost. I, I just don't like that idea. Like what happens if you somebody has an injury. That you don't know about. They get hit in the head and they die in the ring. I don't want to see a public lynching. Of my own people lynching themselves. Inside of the ring. With real problems. Like this is not. You know I don't have. If you want to box. I don't have anything against that. Right. I, I like. I don't like to box. I like to train. You know. <laughs> use the, the training to get in shape. But let's say, you know, these these individuals are not professional athletes. They're just not. They're just some people who had some issues and some beefs. And now you're bringing it into the public. And so it's making it more popular to have these beefs. and Because now you're going to go viral and people are going it, to. It's not good. And I think for him to say something like that is irresponsible. Because some people actually think that this is a good idea. And it's not. And it's going to cause so many other issues and problems. And if this is the way that you're saying to solve violence with violence that makes no sense in and of itself it's still violence and so if you have individuals and you're taking it in and channeling it in another form of violence you're not solving anything let's get to the root of the problem as a mayor you should be trying to find out why do we have so much gun violence what what is causing the gun violence not okay we have the violence but let's find another way for you to hurt each other like that doesn't make sense to me you should not be in public office if that is what you're thinking not saying you're going to solve all the problems and you're not going to solve all the crime and you're not going to solve all the violence 
But if you're sitting here telling me, you're telling me that this is your only option, we got a problem. We got to find a better way. We, 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 we have to find a better way. We have a problem. And as a mayor, this is your only suggestion to the crime that I've heard so far was to turn it into a boxing match after 11, pe- 11 people. Come on. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I, I don't even know what to say. 11 people were injured and one was killed in eight separate shootings. And your solution was, let's make it public. Let's enrage the person some more. So if they lose, they can be publicly humiliated and we can cause a bigger issue and be a part of it and have the city be a part of it. That makes no sense to me. We need to be getting down to the root of the problem. What is causing the violence, right? Who is causing the violence? How do we prevent that from happening? Is there a deeper rooted issue that we are not addressing here? What is it? Let's figure that out. Are we going to solve all the violence and crime? Probably not. Probably not. Not in a real world, but... I don't think a boxing match is it. And then how many boxing matches are you going to have? Are we, did he think any, like, that's just, this, it's stupid. We, we would have, so how do you pick the fights that are going to be public spectacles? The ones that have the, the kingpins? Like, I, I'm not, I don't understand it. And it's just stupid. So I, I got to move on to another topic because it's making my head hurt. I can't. I just, I just, I can't. All right, so here's a topic that I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to. You know, so if you haven't heard, there was an incident that happened and it actually happened a couple weeks ago now. So I'm actually a little late talking about it, but it did bring up a great question and it brought up a great question about parenting in general. So if you are have ever been in a relationship and you break up and you have a child, okay, and this happens a lot and that child gets mad at the other parent. How do you handle that? So do you take the child out of the equation? Because I know sometimes not everybody does it, but some people do do it. I know in my personal situation, you know, with my mother, when things went wrong with my stepfather, she did bring us into the matter. And it was always, you know, her giving us what happened, right? And the negatives of what happened. And so what happened that we liked him less because we knew what was going on. And so then she kind of involved us in the situation and then it would just kind of snowball. And so that brings in another dynamic because we were stepchildren, but it does bring in another layer. And so the same thing happened even with my biological father. Like we only knew her her side so we didn't know the full capacity so of course if anything happened we would always be on our mother's side but in the case of what happened with Wendy Williams and Kevin Hunter Jr I think he's a junior he actually physically hit his father right and so there was an altercation that took place he actually got arrested I don't know if I think they said he didn't press charges but I didn't know the police would come arrest him I'm not sure how that works in New York I don't know but 
he did get arrested for hitting his father now we don't know what the outcome was so right now we're just speaking on the situation because it kind of fits into the topic but we don't know if she said anything to him or you know saying like no you shouldn't do that I can't say she hasn't really addressed the issue at all I don't even think she's addressed the issue on her show but my thing is it, it brings up a good point so how do you handle that situation because if I'm not mistaken her son is almost an adult if he's not an adult I think he's like 17 or 18 years old so at that at this point if he's 18 or older he's actually an adult so do you get into the situation and say hey you can't you know you shouldn't do that he's still your father you should still respect him despite the issues that you know him and I have together you know he still loves you very much you have to respect your father is that kind of how you should roll with it or is it in another way where you do allow the child to express themselves and say if you're angry with him let him know you're angry with him I don't really have anything to do with the way you feel about him and I can't change the way you feel about him. So you feel about him the way you feel about him. So if it were me and I was in the, the situation where I broke up with my children's father and we kind of had a rocky relationship and a rocky breakup, mind you. And also in her her situation, it does bring in another element. And the reason why it brings in another element is because she's lives her, she's a celebrity. So everything that happens is public. So it's kind of hard to shield your children in a public manner especially when you are a celebrity it is very hard to shield your children because they're gonna see it their friends are gonna say hey your dad was out there cheating with this girl and he got this baby what's going on and I heard your dad was hitting your mother and all this stuff. It's, it's out there so it's kind of hard for her to protect him because he's also of a certain age so like if he was a little kid it might be uh, just a tad bit easier if you know he was a little kid and and she could kind of like hide things from him but because he's not a little kid it's going to be harder for her to hide stuff from him and I think that as a parent if like I said in my case I would not want my child to do that to their parent despite whether he deserved it or not now like I said we don't know what caused the fight because it could have been something that maybe Kevin did to his son that made him because that's something totally different but as far as we know it's just because of the issues with of course in the relationship of Wendy Williams and, and her husband we don't know soon to be ex-husband we don't know but in just in general, if you are in a situation where you are breaking up with your spouse, like I said, I'll put myself in that situation and you have issues, I would not want my children to make that decision. I would not want to put my children in the position to have to choose a parent. Although it didn't necessarily work out with you and your relationship, you know, that you're in, I would never want my kid to have to do that. I've been in that situation and it's not a pleasant situation to have because when you only have one side to the story, it's kind of hard to make a sound judgment. And when you are, especially a little kid and when your mom, she, and I mean, your dads take care of you too. But in my case, my mother was it that was, she was my, a single parent. Um, I, my father wasn't around. I tell, I got a little, like an adult really. And so I didn't know him. So everything that I knew about him came from her. So as I'm getting older, if that were to happen to me, I would not want that. I wouldn't want my children 
me to make a decision for my children and have them to miss out on a relationship, although because we're not together anymore. I wouldn't want that. I I think that children should stay. You should keep your children if you can. If you have the privilege of not living in the public eye, you know, the things that happen. I mean, you might got a friend here there that may say something to your, your children, but I think it's better if you keep your children out of it. If you have that privilege of being able to keep a private life and have your child form their own opinion of that parent, do that. Now, the opinion of that parent may not be good after they get to know that parent, but it's nothing wrong with you allowing your child to figure that out on their own. I always believe that you should allow your child to love that parent. Don't talk down about that parent. Don't tell you tell them what that other parent did at least until they are old enough to understand and really make the decision but I think that that's something that a lot of parents fall into they fall into that trap of bringing their children in saying your father's a bum or your mother's a this or your father's a that or your mother's a this like don't do that because your children will start to create these ideals in their heads and they will put them against their parent and then if you decide later on down the road like hey I love him I'm back with him it's all good your child still harbors these same feelings so don't put your kids in it I'm just saying if you can if you can help it don't put your kids into it and if you can if something does arise I would try to squash it between them and that parent because even if you don't like that person it it's just better for that child to have a relationship with that person. That's just my opinion. You don't come at me yelling. That's, that's me. You can do whatever you want, but that's me. That's my opinion on the matter. Just saying. So the next topic we're going to talk about just so happens to be about single women and why they're so much happier than everybody else. So why are single women happier than everybody else? But it, I, so there was a study done, okay? And I'll actually if you, attach this so you guys can see it because it was published, republished in this independent or indie life uh, website. And it's, you know, why are single women happier than men? Which we've, there've been more multiple studies that show that married men are happier than married women. It just, it, I don't know what is going on there, but it, it's multiple studies that show that. But one of the things that we didn't know was how much happier single women are than everybody else. Everybody else, they happier than everybody else. All my single ladies. So it says that, you know, women are happier being single even than single men, which would make sense if men are happier married, which with a lot of um, surveys that were done, women tend to be happier in marriage in the beginning. Men tend to be happier in marriage towards the ending or longer term in marriage. Um, well, not I don't mean ending. I'm not trying to get morbid on you or depressing divorce. I just mean longer into the marriage. So uh, the women, the first year or so is the best. For men, probably two to three, four more years on, it's better. Um, it, I think it has a lot to do with responsibility, but you know, that's kind of what this article is showing too. So according to the study um, by data analysis, Mentel, it looks like 61% of single women are happy being single versus 49% of single men are happy being single. So they also found in the survey that 75% of single women 
have not actively looked for a relationship in the last year compared to 65% of single men. And so uh, they have a couple of reasons for this. They, they think it's because in a heterosexual relationship, there's a lot of work that's required and effort and labor on the women than it is for men. So women typically spent more time doing domestic tasks than men, and they do a lot more of the emotional work in the relationship along with the household stuff. So then you have the housework, you're cooking, and you're carrying the weight for the kids. You know, if you have children in the matter and anything that happens with that, you have to make sure that you're keeping up like your appearance and stuff like that. So it for your spouse, you know, we put more effort into resolving arguments. This is what's in the article and being in, it says a heterosexual relationship typically involves a lot more effort for women. So I, I, I agree. I am not a single woman. I am actually a married woman with three children and I've been with the same person for a very long time. I'm not going to date myself, but a long time. And I agree with that. I'm not saying that I'm unhappy. I'm just saying that I could see why a single woman would be more happy. Also in the article, it does state that single women do more socializing. Um, they have more close friends. They're able to do a lot more as far as themselves. So, and their social ties tend to be stronger. And I think that that explains a lot for why women are happier because men have really good friends, but I think women tend to be a little closer. It seems like when men get a girlfriend, they're more, they really get close to that woman. But I think women get really close to our friends like that. Like we share a lot of things and we have a lot of emotional conversations, not saying that men don't, but I think that certain men do but most guys don't like their relationships are, are seemingly very superficial or like high level like we're talking about sports we're talking about you know maybe something that happened at work we maybe talk about a cute girl but they're not diving into deep like literally women will sit there and we talk about everything like girl oh my goodness this is happening I don't know what to do I feel this way about myself and then, like that's just how we are so I could see why you know having that more access to other people and being able to socialize and focus on yourself where you wouldn't you would be more happy I think as a married woman I do spend more time on the domestic chores I spend more time with the children and I have less time to myself and I can see that I really can certainly see it and so I think that not saying that marriage is not great because it has its benefits it does marriage has its benefits but I think that now with things like this and they're starting to do more surveys like this that it certainly shows people that it's not the only option and it doesn't necessarily mean happiness and I'm glad that people actually are doing these surveys because now you're not going to have people jumping into marriage looking for happiness because that's not how it works so if you come into marriage and you're already miserable being married is not going to make you less miserable it's actually going to do the opposite so instead of making you less miserable you're going to make your spouse more miserable and then you're going to create a miserable situation and then you're going to break up and then you're going to be more miserable so it just doesn't work like that so you have to be happy by yourself right so I'm not saying not to get married I'm just saying that you need to be happy by yourself if you're happy by yourself, then you will be happy in a marriage because you have to get to know yourself. I think that's another thing that happens that 
in the past, I don't think so much now, but in the past, there was this notion that somehow then you get made, that person completes you. Like you com- they complete me. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Cause then that means that you walking around a whole incomplete person your whole life. So if you don't get married till you 35, now you walked around incomplete till you 35. No, like that. No, 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 no. That just doesn't work. And I think also having less, this is just, this is my opinion. Okay. This is just me. This is me. I think also living in the time that we live in, women are able to be more free. So, you know, they are able to do more. They have better careers in, in most cases. They have more opportunities in most cases. We have a lot to fix, but have more opportunities in most cases. They have more money now because that's another thing. They show that women on average make more money than men. So that's another reason why single women are probably happier because they're making more money. So it's like, you know, I don't have to depend on a man. Like in the past, there was this notion that in order for you to be well off financially, you needed a man. But that's not the case anymore. So now you can be well off on your own. And you can hold your own weight and you don't have to wait for anybody to do what you want to do. So women are able to get the different careers that they want. They're better off financially now. And then not to mention women have are more free as far as being sexually open. They're able to date more and not saying that that stigma and stuff is not still out there because it is. But I think that it has gotten a little bit better. I think women now have more freedom to be able to say, hey, I, I want to go out and date. 20 people I can date 20 people that's my personal preference so you don't necessarily have to settle down anymore to actually show people yeah I'm a sexually active human being and not have people label you as a hoe or slut or whatever they want to label you so I could see why now single women are probably happier makes sense so you're getting a lot of you know the benefits and doing all of the great things because you get to go out socialize uh, shows that women especially african-american women are a very highly educated group of individuals and so if you are educated you got your finances together you got your career together you're buying a house doing all of these things and you don't have to worry about changing diapers and you don't have to worry about what somebody else is saying I could see it and now you can kind of date around and you can you say hey you can come over today but I want you going by the nighttime. like I I could see why women are happier now and hey I'm loving it so if whatever makes you happy, and I know some people are going to say, well, what? how can you say that to me as a married woman? Now, listen, 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 Linda, listen. What I had said was everybody, and I do mean everybody, is going to have their own personal experience with life. So yours might be that you are better off in a relationship. The next person might be that they're better off single or they're better off in a domestic partnership. It all depends on you. Can I sit here and give you all the benefits of being married? Absolutely. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Right now, I'm talking about single women being happier and why they're happier than everybody else. 
And another question that's also good that we're not really discussing is why single men aren't as happy. That is hilarious because you would think that they would be. Men tend to have more opportunities in executive level positions. Men tend to have more opportunities, period. You know, you also, men are free to date whomever they want. And then you see that some guys go from woman, not all, some guys go from woman to woman to woman. They'll have a woman and still go to find woman, 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 woman. But they, for some reason, men don't want to be by themselves. Like they, they want, they want that woman to kind of like hold them down, which is interesting. And so I think that really answers your question why women are happier, because I think there's this difference between the feed of what men and women do. And I think back in the day, the reason why everybody got in a relationship is because like I said, for women, it was financial. It was like, you need this spouse to be able to do this. And you know, real back in the day, like you had to have your husband's permission to do stuff. And so it was real rough, but you had to be married. So it was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to be married, but you didn't really have a choice because that's what just what people did from the financial aspect because the men made all the money. And now that the men don't make the money, you don't necessarily need to rush into marriage because marriage originally was a financial institution. That's that's what it was. It was really to gain in-laws, to make money, keep the money within the families, make the money bigger. That's what marriage was originally. Now it's different. And of course, people, oh, I married for love and all that stuff. But which I, I'm not saying that I didn't, but, you know, that's what marriage has was originally and so I think that's kind of what changed things so it's an interesting theory and I don't know what you guys think but I think it's true of course this is only one study it's not everybody didn't survey everybody but this is definitely something to think about and something to look at it's an interesting theory in and of itself that you don't have to be happy in a couple you can be happy by yourself whether you're a man whether you're a woman whether, you know, whatever you want to identify yourself as, you can be happy all by yourself. Just saying. So this has been another episode. We will be back again on a Monday. So if you want to reach out to me, you know how to reach me. It is just lisa at leaswinnie.com. And you can also send me an email if you have a topic that you want to talk about. Or if you want to be on the podcast because you have this thing that's just on your mind and you're a millennial. And you're like, hey, why are you not talking about this? This just happened. I really want to, you know, give some information or you've got something cool going on like a nonprofit or business whatever just let me know send me a message out we are also on anchor so if you want to leave us a voice message on anchor you can and we definitely can play that on the show and we will respond to you we love the feedback so please give more feedback i appreciate you listening and we will be back again for another episode bye